Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. And we have wholeheartedly and disgracefully <laughs> failed to get to the first match of WrestleMania 23. I mean, the thing is, actually really annoying because it's like, you know, I, sort of, whole, I just went and watched it actually last to, week and it took actually quite a lot of time. And I was just hoping you might get to uh, what you just say you're going to do. Talk about the, the Irish whip <laughs> that the wrestler did. Look, look, this is a ticking time bomb of a show. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna go. we, we are going to catch up. Oh, it's yeah. like five episodes taking the piss for each rest. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but we're going to catch up. Yeah, right. And we're, and we're busy. <laughs> how, many po- how many podcasts does Mark do? How many podcasts do I do? All right. This is I I I I've, I think I've said this before, but this is the only podcast I actually I actually would say I do. <laughs> <laughs> and yet. You've never. I I didn't know that you liked wrestling for about eight years of our yeah. working career. Yeah. Well, when people say uh, they say, "Oh, so what's your podcast?" Because people do sort of say mm. stuff like that, uh, well, especially when you're friends. And they go, oh, "Yeah, Mark does uh, like a podcast that's uh, you know kind of good." Mm. Uh, and then people go, "Oh, what's it about?" Now I sort of go, "It's called Wrestle Me," and they always go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And I always go, "Yeah, it's sort of about how." Uh, and I and I explain it away. And what I should I shouldn't do that. I should go. It's a podcast dedicated to the memory. of Rocker, uh, rollable fucking rocker, <laughs> and, and then just, just like if they don't know who that is, I don't want Lay a to smack down on their candy ass. <laughs> just do it. I who uh, it's me. Um, uh, this this year, my my wife and I decided not to buy each other presents. Yes, because we had a baby, and the idea of having to do big, something big else is <laughs> just is just oh yeah. my god. Anyway, um, so I mean, don't fall for that, Mark. Please, no. please get her something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, well, I, I on Christmas Day, I thought, well, she probably will have got me something yeah and so i thought oh, i feel a bit bad because i really haven't got anything mm. and it's got me nothing so right uh, cool i think we must have been what probably ooh, seven in the evening on boxing day <laughs> straight to ebay bought an 18 dvd set of the best of rollable rocco and Brent. yay <laughs> merry christmas merry christmas Mark. um rollable rocco is the best <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it, uh, his podcast actually sort of like people really like it though. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're just talking about Rollable Rock. I didn't. I didn't know uh, that Mark liked wrestling until I went to his house, mm. and I think he just moved in. Yeah, and you had to num- number one junkyard dog towers. 
<laughs> you do live near a dog parlour, a dog. Yeah, I do. Parlor. Yeah, I, I would. And if you took a junkyard dog there, it would come out looking uh, like Fifi the French Poodle. Um, <laughs> Very I, I, one. I can't even remember which wrestler had Fifi the French Poodle, but I mean that is niche. Oh wow! So they yeah. were what they did the dog thing again. It's a podcast about Fifi the French Poodle. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, dogs in wrestling. We had the match. Oh, the the doghouse match. That would be good. Wrestling. That would be good to do a spin-off of junkyard this that dog. no one would imagine us to do. <laughs> Just the dogs of wrestling. <laughs> All things we could do. Wrestle dogs. Uh, <laughs> Guys, pitching. Look, I'm, sh- I'm sure you'd kick in a couple of shekels for us. For the, for the dogs of WrestleMania. You've wrestling. been waiting for Mark and Pete to tackle the biggest, the best, the Japanese, the WCW. Well, they're not. Instead, they're doing a long series about the animals of wrestling. LED tech in wrestling. What would a cat be if it was a wrestler? <laughs> I mean, this thing writes itself. Um, is there a cat? Battle cat? It would be battle cat. Battle cat would be yeah, battle from, cat. From 1990. He, he, he was a bit arsey about our name. <laughs> That's muscle cat. Oh, muscle Another cat. Sorry. Cat. Another cat. Another yeah. cat. A lot of cats. I thought I thought he could have handled that nicer. Yep. Um, <laughs> considering we literally had broadcast the phrase muscle cat a long time before he ever <laughs> came around. Um, and it was probably recorded. Right. Money in the bank time. Um, this is uh, the traditional match where you have to grab the briefcase yes. to get a future title shot. Mm. Um, too many people in this match. <laughs> <laughs> so many people in this but when it started, I was like, "Oh, good lineup!" Yeah, first is this first CM Punk's first match for me? Um, I think it may be. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. this ah, is he looks like a B. Uh, he looks like a PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Did that go from? He looks like a pound stretcher B jams version of Mike Patton from Faith No More. <laughs> that's, that's recently he been looks a wrestler. Like a big BJ, there's a wrestler who's been um, um, sort of like uh, threatened or, or certainly legal a, instigation has happened <laughs> um, for doing a, a, a T-shirt of the wrestling under Jim Cornette where he's right. been sort of beaten up and it's sort of, you know, it's about how Jim Cornette doesn't like a lot of independent wrestling yeah. in the modern era. Okay. Um, and Jim Cornette was like, well, that's my likeness and my name. Yeah. And it's a really horrible T-shirt of me being beaten probably up. Probably should and have known better. Those are sort of my trademarks in that it's my name and my face. <laughs> and they should have done. But... I don't see any problem in having the T-shirt CM Punk is a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> BJ Punk is a CM. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 oddly, this period, I remember watching wrestling at this period and sort right. of going, oh, it's really stale. You know, they're, they're all the same old people. Mm. And actually, when you look at this lineup, it's funny, I think, as well, this WrestleMania, it is one that is undervalued. And it's just because I think at the time wrestling was sort of boring it was a bit mm. in a doldrum and it was just not very interesting yeah and it's only when you see it totally out of context that you go the opening match here a they've got eight people which i think is too many but it's not like you sort of go oh, they filled up with a load of fucking jobbers yeah. you know it's jeff hardy versus cm punk versus king booker mm. versus finley versus matt hardy versus randy orton versus edge Versus Mr. Kennedy. Now, mm. when I think Queen of... Queen Charmel's in there. Queen Charmel, yeah. Queen Charmel. When I think of 2007 WWE, I think of Mr. Kennedy because he seemed to sum up these people who <laughs> were disgusting. sort of there and you were like, oh God, you know, yeah, he's good on the mic, he's fine in the ring, but I don't care. Well, I, I just thought, Fit Finlay and Mr. Kennedy... Get rid of one of them. They look identical for me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> One's a bit heavier than the other. Liz was but saying that's about it. When, when, because uh, I used to watch wrestling all the time mm. at this period, and Liz was saying, when you said to me, "Do you remember Mr. Kennedy?" She said, "I pictured Finley. I knew, I knew I was picturing Finley, mm. but I couldn't work out who Mr. Kennedy was." Yeah. It's only when you see the two of them together 
you go, shit, they do look much too similar <laughs> because it's just, this is a mess. Don't put them in the same bit together. Um, Booker is doing his King of the Ring gimmick. You know, he'd mm. won the King of the Ring tournament and uh, he he was really good in this role. At the time watching it, I hated it. I thought it was stupid and boring. <laughs> watching him now come out with his, his attempt at a British accent where he would sort of go, King Booker. I mean, it was just like avant-garde theatre. like a yardie. <laughs> it's like a Jamaican yardie. And you get... You get uh, CM Punk coming out, and CM Punk is as over as anyone at this WrestleMania. Right, yeah. The number of signs for Punk, you know, uh, Punk is God, uh, I just came to see CM Punk, all this. They, they go mad for him. He's a fresh talent. And the WWE, especially like Vince McMahon, he hadn't engineered Punk getting over with the crowd. Punk just did it by having sort of good passion. He looked like a A-list wrestler. Mm. It's just something about the way he, he moved and people got behind him. But because they hadn't specifically wanted people at that time to immediately get behind this guy, they always slightly sort of stifled him. They were annoyed mm. by the fact that he was popular. <laughs> this Mate, happens again and again, though, doesn't it? Again, they've signed him. He's, <laughs> yeah, no. he's got a contract. Yeah. They're using him. Don't be annoyed that one of your employees is doing a better job than you thought he would do. Don't punish him yeah. for doing that. And he, he looks quite heavy, doesn't he? Here, he's, 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 he's big at this. He point. does, and he looks oddly. Again, you know, this is one of those things that you, you take for granted when you've watched it from this period. It's only when you see him at this sort of period that you go, "Gosh, he looks incredibly different mm. to how he would ultimately become." You know, the long hair—it's. You said, you said it before, I'll say it again. Hair is so important in wrestling. It is. The lack of it, the haircut. Once he starts doing the, once he starts getting the old... Uh... He gets his head shaved and... Yeah. You know, and certainly when he started as well, he had um, bleach blonde hair. And right. that was a sort of good image. And this is a sort of weird bit where I think he's he's not bleach blonding his hair because that would look like other people. He like looks like he's in the Finley and Ken Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have dressed like them. Uh, but I, I, I think there is an attempt that he was going, well, I have to stick out by... Yeah. You know, and I'm a bit emo mm. because I'm straight edge. Yeah. I'm like, like, black flag. And <laughs> so he's got the dyed black hair and the little sort of, I'm you know, lip Tim Armstrong from Rensselaer. <laughs> there is such a good thing to be written about yeah. the connection between, uh, like, you know, metal and wrestlers. And yes. There's a weird thing where most of the wrestlers who are really into metal I can take or leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jeff Hardy sort of rocks up um, doing some terrible dancing. And obviously the yeah. last time I saw Jeff Hardy was in his TNA um, yeah, debacle. That, so so that, four years later than this. Right, okay. So when he comes in doing that dancing, I thought, hello. <laughs> hello. Here's a little preview. Hello. Oh, if only we could have heard a little bit of Peroxy Y, Jen, uh, <laughs> as, his, as his theme tune here. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the odd sort of one here is, is Finley, who is a guy who they brought in really to train the, the female athletes, the divas, right. um, to basically to put matches together in an attempt to make sure these models could go out there and have something resembling a wrestling mm. match. Uh, he turned out to be a fantastically brilliant teacher. Uh, and he really sort of was slightly responsible for totally rejuvenating the women's division, right. um, Finley. A lot of the the big names who would later come through just give nothing but credit to him. What had happened is they were so low on talent at this point, really, that um, Finley, who was, I think, in his 50s pretty much when right. this match is going on, he ended up becoming a semi-main eventer. <laughs> and they were just like, do you want to go out there and do something? And before they knew it, you know, he's got hornswoggle and he's suddenly become this sort of like... <laughs> Like great character where he's just really aggressive, super aggressive, and he's also got a leprechaun. Oh, so it's Hornswoggle 
I was going to say belonging to him. <laughs> is Hornswoggle his friend? Because uh, do, doesn't he transfer the guy with the ginger air later on? Well, uh, Hornswoggle, uh, once they, uh, the original uh, um, use of Hornswoggle was as Finley's sidekick. And there was always right. a sense of he was Finley's son. And they had a connection in that mm. way. Later on, of course, in the in the continuity of WWE, it would be revealed that Hornswoggle was Vince McMahon's son. Of course, yeah. Le- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's ob- the obvious thing. Ob- <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, Hornswoggle, once they sort of, I think Finley, had, his career was winding down. Yeah. They thought there was mileage still in Hornswoggle. They were just moving him around and they just didn't really know what to do with him. He still is an active performer. He yeah. still goes out there. I think um, it wasn't that long ago he had a match with Nick Gage, um, oh. which... Um, I, I have a thing about Nick Gage now, which I think is that you secretly would like to see a lot more Nick Gage matches. Yes, I would. Yeah, yes. I would and you now find out there's one with Hornswoggle. Yes. So, and I've seen a bit of that. And let me tell Does you. Does he throw him through uh, a wall? Uh, he doesn't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> so you throw him into a ceiling fan? I say this about Nick Gage. He does not hold back. No. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you've got Mr. Kennedy. Yes. Um, and, and we won't talk about Randy Orton. There's very little to say. Mm. Um, he was a deserter. Uh, he wanted to punch Pete when we met him. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, Mr. Kennedy is is a sort of weird one. He he was um, one of those guys who just, he was at a very high level. I mean, the very fact that he wins this match, this money in the bank, I believe, does he, I can't remember if he cashed in. I right. can't remember if he became a world champion. I, Imagine I, doing I, that I, and I just not don't cashing know. in. <laughs> his, entire, his entire career, though, he was pushed really, really hard. And I don't think it left an impression on anybody who watched it. Yeah. He was there, I think, in WWE for four years. Um, he's actually exactly my age. He's 43 now. Oh. And yet his run seems like a million years ago. I can't believe he's so young there. Well, it really I really mean, is. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's like, he's like uh, 30, 29. Yeah. And, and yet... not look to 39. One 30, of those guys yeah. they've never brought back. He's never really... He went to TNA after his WWE mm. run. Um, he got fired from WWE... Uh, he says because Randy Orton went to Vince McMahon and said, I had a match with Mr. Kennedy and he um, did a back body drop and it was very dangerous and it could have injured me and then my career would be over and I'm quite a big star. Mm. And apparently Randy Orton then went to John Cena and said, um, John, I think you should back me up on this. And John Cena said, yes, I think he's also a sloppy worker. And so Vince McMahon fired him. Right. So he felt that they, that they bullied him and they'd kicked him out. Uh, he was later released from TNA uh, for testing positive for some drugs. And he mentioned uh, that he'd taken steroids all through his career, apart from the period where he was in WWE. He said that was the one time he didn't. Um, it, it, he had Eddie Guerrero's last match. Uh, before Guerrero's death. That's right, uh, okay. probably one of the things he's, he's best known for. He was in the WWE-produced film um, uh, Behind em- Enemy Lines Columbia, which I think is Behind <laughs> Enemy Lines 2. two right. uh, he played uh, Master Chief Petty Officer Carter Holt. <laughs> I mean, it really is like a generate-your-own-American <laughs> action script. Um, he was originally... His, his real name is Ken Anderson, and he was down in um, the developmental territory quite early on in his career, and Paul Heyman spotted him, and he had... Uh, basically gone to Vince McMahon and said, this guy shows a lot of the similarities on the mic and in the ring as Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. And they really, really rated his mic ability. Yeah. He basically, he didn't really have a gimmick. He just had a thing where a microphone came down and he introduced himself and go, Kennedy! Mm. There'd be a pause and he'd go, Kennedy! <laughs> and that was it. That was his gimmick. He was sort of obnoxious and strange. Um, he, he was called Kennedy because he was originally, when they first brought him in, he was called Mr. Anderson which is his real name. 
And then they were like, oh, well, we've got the famous Arn Anderson and yeah. Ole Anderson. So um, they said, we'll change his name to Mr. Kennedy. So he became Ken Kennedy. And Kennedy was uh, chosen by Paul Heyman because it was Vince McMahon's middle name. So that was a sort of weird thing where the boss is giving his name to someone and then they sort of protect him in a weird way, almost mm. because it's like, well, it's my name and I'm the boss. <laughs> it's just madness. Yeah. It's just madness. I liked it when he flipped. Uh, he jumped off the ladder with Hornswoggle and like flipped. Well, do you know what? I did watch that bit. Oh, it was and very dangerous. It really was. He puts he puts some hornswoggle when they're up the ladder in a sort mm. of fireman's carry, and then he does a somersault. And now Randy Orton said, oh, he's sloppy and he's a bit reckless. Mm. And watching that bit, I was like, <laughs> fuck me, is he? Jesus Christ, he just dives onto the floor <laughs> and squishes the fuck out of hornswoggle. Yeah. There's no sense of I'm going to protect hornswoggle at my own expense. Mm. He's just like, I'm going to I'm going to dive off this and... <laughs> This little guy is going to break every moment of my fall. Oh so I, I did watch that and I didn't think, oh, that was a bit, bit shitty. <laughs> you big shit. In uh, June 2014, he and the comedian David Vox Mullen started the Push the Button podcast. Um, it covers topics such as religion, sex and politics. That sounds absolutely cool. fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> sounds brilliant. I, I, did, I, did, I did sort of like see that. I was like, oh God, imagine that. An American guy, uh, comic, uh, which we, I, as discussed before on this show are the worst in the world and um, with no exceptions and, uh, and, and an American wrestler talking about religion and sex why isn't Randy Orton uh, his brother involved is it Randy Orton's <laughs> yes, brother yes it is yeah uh, Nathan yeah, Orton he's, like, he's a terrible stand-up. Nathan Orton and Mr Kennedy together on a podcast I would love to hear that both of them slagging off Randy um, how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Edge comes out and you can see within like the the, the, the 10 seconds of his introduction, mm. just he is this he's biggest bought a new star. He has. <laughs> bought a new steampunky kind with of With the money he's made from his big feud with Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> but he is really, really over. Um, there's a little bit I really like where CM Punk brings out a tiny little stepladder. That's funny. That was that my favourite bit. <laughs> it's really good. He goes, oh, yeah. oh this fucking thing tomorrow. But it's also really sort of like squat and dense. So you get hit with it. It's not going to be like a ladder where it's sort of like, well, it'll bend at the top. Yeah. You know, this is just like ow that was literally like being hit by a fucking brick that's that's terrible but uh, this is a sort of good one because there are lots of little bits where there are some sort of big high spots through the ladders and off off the ladders but what it isn't is like the previous ones we've seen where people are just going left right Uh, like a car crash in midair yeah Jeff Hardy on edge was horrible but that was a low you know that that was yeah that's the most horrible if you're Jeff Hardy you must have that thing of you know when they say so we're going to have you in the money in the bank thing you know it's going to be you know you're not going to win but you're going to be spectacular you're just like they're basically saying uh, and this is the bit where you do the thing that's really dangerous yeah. you know where that's what we've got you here for yeah. alright you know yeah. let's let's cut to the chase we want you to dive <laughs> through the floor with your face you know <laughs> every single year I, I sort of felt for him there um, Kennedy wins this one um, it's a really sort of flat ending mm. it's, uh, he sort of gets up it takes him a bit too long to get the the briefcase. And I think everyone's like, oh, well, something's going to happen to stop him winning. Yeah, no, it's, he's just having real trouble getting it off the hook, isn't he? I think, has anyone, because I think I think it's Edge that goes up in the first five seconds of the match. And yeah. he's almost got his hands on it. Yeah. Has anyone in one of those ladder matches ever just got it in the no. first five seconds? <laughs> that would really make me laugh. They really should do that. <laughs> they should do it because what it says is it sort of, it, it just sort it of goes, go at any moment. anything can happen. Yeah. Because and, and, we know we're just watching men over 40 being unable and somehow forgetting to the, the, how to climb a ladder. Yeah. Because that's what it is all the time. I've always said they should just do a thing where if they don't announce what the time limits are, yeah. the slight, the, what's the third match here? Carly versus Kane. Mm. Why is it all wrestling matches... Like, you know, if they're main events, they're 21 minutes. Yes. And if they're not main events, then they're between 7 and 11. Mm. Why don't they just go once, just go... Carly versus Kane is going to go for an hour and 20, right? <laughs> and then, then people will begin to sort of go, right. Uh, What's d- happening? I d- don't know. Gonna... Didn't, didn't expect that. That'd be, you know. Carly wouldn't. No, um, I mean, both of them will be dead by the end of it. Um, <laughs> Kennedy does a really good promo afterwards, which I was sort of like, I was really watching it, just going, can't believe they let that guy win. I mean, so 2007, so, you know, just rubbish and stuck in the doldrums. Mm. And then he came out and did a promo and I was like, shit, this guy's really good. <laughs> I was really surprised by how good it was. Um, they also have a little clip from The Condemned, which was the, their yes. um, WWE uh, film with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Enjoyable bit of promotional material. Wasn't it? There was a line in there. I like, when it came on again, I liked Mr. Kennedy. I was like, oh God, you know, Jesus Christ, who wants to watch this? Like some awful bloody ripoff of yeah. um, a Battle Royale, you know, Jesus, or, you know, one of those other films like Battle Royale. <laughs> and, uh, I literally tried to think of one. I couldn't. <laughs> and, uh, Battle Royale is the same as Hunger Games. Yes, <laughs> that's it. This, this, um, you know, and it comes out, and they just they just like here's an exclusive little uh, clip, and it properly made me laugh. And the line was just, um, "Where are you from? <laughs> Alaska? His whereabouts? A little town called Fuck Your Mother. It's so wetless and good. <laughs> yeah. little, little fishing town called 
Fuck your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch that film now. I really do. I really do. Uh, Wrestle, WrestleMania dogs and also let's all of just the WWE do... films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. none of the good ones. None of the good. Well, no WWE film is good. <laughs> um, uh, so then we get uh, Carly versus Kane. The era of Carly starts here. Here, five Fantastic. minutes. Goes and Austin, Rock, Triple H, Cena, Carly, and then it stops. <laughs> we are still in the Carly <laughs> era. We are all his children. In his fat man joggers. Yeah, uh, already killed yes. one man in the ring by yes. the time this match rolls around. <laughs> Some reason, still doing it. Still allowed. Still if allowed like, to do it. If you, if you killed someone on the football ramble, right? Yeah. You'd have to be off for a few I, months. Can I choose? <laughs> you'd, yeah, you'd take, a, you'd take a leave of absence, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. No, where, where had Carly killed someone? Well, he was in, working uh, at, a, at a small American federation called... Oh, it's in America. AAPW. I right. can't remember. Please, please, if you're AAPW and you're not involved in the death of... Uh, Brian, oh, please, you know, just accept the fact that I'm I'm absolutely useless at writing down what your federation was called. <laughs> um, but he he did a um a, a, a sort of um a flapjack on a uh, another student, and the guy landed badly on his head and uh, eventually sort of passed out and passed away. Mm. Uh, very quick succession. Um, it was uh, an accident, obviously. Mm. But there's uh, again, you know, it's it's. I believe that the family did sue the federation uh, that was uh, responsible for the training, and mm. they did win a sizable amount of money. So, as you as you would hope and yeah. expect, but it is it is a funny thing of being a wrestler who has killed someone in the ring. You know, they are actually very few who, who people who have done that. Mm. Um, I, I believe um, Big Daddy is one, of course, who Malcolm King Kong Kirk. Uh, had a heart attack after a big daddy splash. Right. Um, even even back in like when that happened in the eighties, all the tabloids reported it that he died because of the splash. Right. Really sort of mad. <laughs> the wrestling sort of going, well, you know, oh, is it fake? Is it <laughs> Man, fake? Is it died? Yeah. Big daddy is a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Um, Carly, by this point, this match rolls around. He's been in the WWE for a year. Right, which is why you see the audience looking anxious when the when the match starts, and you know, and they are just—I mean, beyond the fact that he is a remarkable human specimen, yeah, uh, you do not want to see him do wrestling, and he, he really can't. Uh, Jim Ross <laughs> is straight in there with his dog whistle. This is going to be barn show ugly, folks. Yeah, and it's it's not even sort of like ugly it's just rubbish. Mm. It's he's doing nerve holds and he headbutts and again stuff that. If you, if I put you in WrestleMania now, mm. and I said, Pete, all I'm going to do is I'm going to shout a move, and mm. you have to do it, and yeah. I was going, hit him on the back, yeah, headbutt, yeah, you can do what Carly does, right. you know, and that that's really it how it would seems be less like... impressive looking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I was wearing his joggers, maybe, <laughs> and slipping and sliding all over the gap. Here he comes, BJ Punk. <laughs> he does the classic Andre stuck in the ropes moment, and yeah. the crowd sort of really go, oh, and I think that's because they're sort of going. He managed to do that. He <laughs> yes. actually managed to do something. Oh, he opened the uh, turnbuckle. Yeah. Oh, he did. He yeah. Was... Like, yeah. P- pulled that. Yeah. You know. Like, oh, um, what a feat of strength. George the Animal Steel. Like George the Animal Steel. Didn't right? eat it. Didn't no, eat it. didn't eat it. The coward. The coward. <laughs> uh, Kane comes out with a, a hook and a chain. Oh, yeah. And that is because that's in the WWE film, See No Evil. Right. Uh, he plays a maniac who I think Who's blinds got... people with a hook and a chain. So when that comes out, 
you're supposed to sort of go, hey, I'll rent that film. <laughs> All these films around this time, they are ploughing millions into them. They, they are crazy in that they've sort of got this period where they're going, you know, we are such a successful company. There's no reason we can't take on Hollywood. Yeah. Yes, there is. There's so many reasons. And yet they do it for a 10-year period. I, I, I think... A, 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 a tiny amount of their films make money. Everything loses money. Mm. But it's just a weird thing at this WrestleMania where they're constantly referencing them. They're still like, this might work. <laughs> <laughs> like when the XFL first launched back in, you know, Christ 2000 and that was whatever the it was. Extreme Football League. Yeah, which Vince Man has actually brought back right. um, recently. What, what makes it extreme? Is it hooks and chains again? Well, when they first started it, they were like, we're going to be like, no, you know, no, none of this namby pamby padding and it's going to be really. and People were like, well, we are not playing without the padding. <laughs> no, so uh, it it's not became how it works. less extreme as it went on. I think the idea was also they'd be sort of saucy ladies. Oh, hello. Wouldn't you like to see some of those? Pom-poms. Yeah, exactly. It was so extreme. Uh, but w- when th- that first came out, that was all over WWE programming. And it just takes a while for the sort of first quarter profit like table <laughs> to, come to come in back and go. in before it begins dampening down a bit and yeah, you get back to business in, as usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carly here, you know, he, he beats Kane and he pins him with a, with a single foot on him. I think that's the, probably because Carly would not have been able to get up very easily yeah. from the pin. But what it does is, is Kane has been there for years and he's a monster. Yeah. And so when you beat him really decisively, you're both going, oh, Carly is the new monster. Mm. But you're going, Kane is really, you know, you've, stripped him of everything mm. there as a character yeah. they then have Carly beat him up at the end and then he doesn't do anything and he no. just sort of hobbles out and it was really like Jesus Christ I mean dress him up as a fucking little sailor boy and kiss him on the lips when you leave you know um, uh, you, you will watch this match and you will go Jesus Christ he cannot perform in the ring Carly the audience were absolutely silent through the whole of it so naturally within the next two months they would make him the face of SmackDown. He would pin Shawn Michaels and then he'd win the world championship. Nice. He would be in WWE for another decade. He can't talk, though. He can't. <laughs> Two little things I found about Carly. Uh, firstly, uh, his diet is unclear. His diet is unclear. <laughs> unclear. Is he like one of those old school kind of wrestlers? No, he's who done were some... like, I eat 10,000. <laughs> well, he is slightly. In the... he, did, he did different interviews where he told a lot of people that he maintained his size on a purely vegetarian diet. Right. But then he did a load of other interviews saying that he eats vast quantities of chicken. Um, so so someone in India basically sort of said, you know, would you like to set, settle this debate once and for all? Yeah. Uh, Carly did settle it. He said he loves vegetarian food, but also consumes chicken. <laughs> so there you are. Um, and the other thing he was, uh, he, he was actually on Big Boss in India. And Big Boss is the Indian version of Big Brother. Right, okay. And it runs throughout all the different sort of territories of India. So yeah. you have a Hindi version, a Tamil version. There's all these different ones. Mm. But he was on Big Boss. He finished as the first runner-up, which meant he was in the house for four months. Four months? So Great Carly Bloody in hell. Big Boss, 2010 to 11. They had to make <laughs> a bed specifically pet. for him. So I I have never seen any of this. <laughs> no. I desperately want to see an English translation version of Carly's four months <laughs> in Big <laughs> Boss. That would make... If you think I wouldn't buy it, mate, I bought 18 DVDs of Rollable Rocker. <laughs> there must be. Two of those DVDs are just documentaries from old <laughs> satellite channels that you haven't heard of anymore. <laughs> there must be some kind of uh, system, like auto-generated subtitles mm. that can translate what he's saying. 
Can somebody please send me a torrent link for Carly's appearance on Big Boss? <laughs> Big is spelt, of course, with two Gs. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> well, he said, remember uh, my friend Craig, uh, Mr. Friend Craig uh, sent, uh, got, uh, was a, I got me a cameo uh, recording of him yes. wishing us a, wishing us a, Happy yeah. New Year. He does America end up Christmas, saying yeah. uh, something about WrestleMe, doesn't he? Yeah, Which yeah I he goes, believe he goes, is against the terms of, yeah, of those. He, he doesn't care, does he? No, but what also... recently? Oh, that's why we've never played it out, really, is it? <laughs> Isn't it? We've never done it because it sort of is that thing of... It'd be like getting Brutus the Barber Beefcake and saying, hi, could you please say Happy Christmas to my podcast WrestleMe? That, that is actually my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very dishonest. Yeah. Mm. Um, we got a little um, uh, a vignette as well, which do you want to save it for next time? Because um, it's the best thing on this fucking WrestleMania. Let's start next episode with it. Because oh, it is my favourite thing on this WrestleMania, I apart from Dusty it. Rhodes. <laughs> All right then. Uh, WrestleMe Mark. WrestleMe Pete. Bye bye. was a Stakhanov production. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.